0: Alright, you're welcome to the Think Podcast, I'm your host Joshua Francis, so I just want to make a caveat, whatever we say on this show today is not in any form of financial advice, so let's just make note of that. So you're welcome to the show, my name is Joshua Francis and I have in the studio today a guest and today we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency, what is cryptocurrency? What are some of the things? Why is it so racked up these days? Everybody's talking about crypto. Everybody wants to go into crypto. Not exactly everybody, but the majority of people, young people, most especially, and some professionals, they want to get into crypto. It seems like the the new big thing, and everybody wants to be involved. Everybody, Nobody wants to be left out of this kind of opportunity if, at the end of the day, it turns up to become something really big. Nobody wants to be left out, so everybody wants to put their head in. Everybody wants to jump into the boats and swim to the Neverland where we don't understand where it might be. So let's have a little bit of understanding of what it is and where it's going. So, um, Mr. Ifena, you're welcome to the show. Yes, this thank is you. the Think Podcast. So the first question is, tell us about your experience with cryptocurrency.
1: Mm.
0: How long have you been in the, in, in the field of working with crypto?
1: Uh, I've been into crypto since the beginning of this year, 2022, so that's about five months range.
0: Okay, so within the five months, you're going to share some of the experiences and your take into, uh, just for example, there there are some people that might want to get get into crypto, they don't understand what it is exactly.
1: So let's start from there.
0: What is exactly cryptocurrency? What what does cryptocurrency
1: unlock for this world? Cryptocurrency unlocks a private kind of transaction, like pay-to-pay transaction. It's very, very secure.
0: What do you mean by pay-to-pay transaction?
1: Between just two persons. No other person can go into the transaction That's um, observing between the two of you. That's how it is.
0: Okay. So, so, pay-to-pay transaction, let's try to understand what that is, first of all. The, the coin banking system that is now, is that a pair-to-pair transaction or there is a third party that snoops into the, the transaction between one party and the other party?
1: No, there is no third party.
0: There is no third party in the yeah. coin banking system?
1: Yes. Okay, so
0: let, let's continue.
1: It's, it's, it's very, very decentralized. It doesn't have somebody controlling it. It's. I don't even know how the how it pumps, but I'm very, very sure it's decentralized. It's not controlled by a particular person. It's, it's, it's a digital currency.
0: Okay, it's, okay. You're, you're using some terminologies that our audience have to understand. The first one is decentralized. Mm-hmm. But When you say decentralized, let's contrast it to something that is not decentralized. What is in our world today that is not decentralized compared to crypto that is decentralized?
1: Uh, The banking system. The banking system. Centralized.
0: Okay. It is not... Okay. It is centralized. Okay. You said the crypto is decentralized. yes. Okay. The banking system is centralized. Centralized. Okay. What's the consequence of um, the banking system being centralized? and Why did crypto come up to be decentralized? Why is it necessary for crypto to be decentralized? There must have been a problem with the banking system it being decentralized, that crypto comes up and says, okay, let's come up with something that is decentralized. What was the problem that crypto engaged to solve?
1: Uh, The problem there would be probably because the banking system has, how would I put it, so much rules and regulations. For instance, if you want your ATM card, you have to make a deposit of one-five, which is not... I don't, I don't see any reason. It's meant to be free. In my own perspective, it's meant to be free. There are so many rules in the banking system which not everybody are happy with. So I guess that is the main reason why crypto is decentralized. So it can reach, it can benefit to everybody in the grassroots level. In the grassroots
0: level. Right. So we'll talk about the subject of being decentralized. Now, before we continue, recently in my bank, I, I applied for a virtual debit card, and they gave me a debit card. Actually, I, was, I moved from some branches requesting for a MasterCard. They couldn't get me a MasterCard, and normally to get a MasterCard I would have to pay maybe a thousand or more than that, but then I got on the mobile app. And I got a virtual card that was a Mastercard. They gave me the card number. They gave me the other digits. They, they gave me the duration for which it would last. And I've used it for several transactions. And they did not charge me anything for issuing me that virtual card. But for physical card, they normally charge. But for the virtual card that I got from them, they didn't charge me anything. Is it that the bank is trying to adapt to the possibility that cryptocurrency unlocks? Because cryptocurrency doesn't charge anything. But banks, for physical cards they charge, but the virtual card that I got, they did not charge. Is it that they are trying, their, you know, they are learning from it so they don't lose some of their customers over cryptocurrency and things like that. Is it that they are trying to adapt?
1: Yes, they are trying to adapt because change is constant. And if they don't change, they are going to lag behind. So for them to gain more customers, you know, not everybody are aware of this virtual card you are talking about, but those that are aware, for them to gain those attention, the attention of those that are aware, they need to enter into the phase of virtual card. Wonderful,
0: Wonderful. that's nice. Okay, so let's continue. We've talked about decentralized. So let's move forward. You made mention of another technology concern when you were defining... Digital. Digital, okay. Explain what that means. Uh,
1: Digital, it means electronic. Okay. Um, Smartphones, smart devices. Okay. which means um, crypto deals with electronics, smart devices, smartphones. Okay. That's what the term digital in cryptocurrency means. Okay, so you said
0: it was a digital currency. Yes. Okay, compared to the physical currency that we have, what kind of possibility does that unlock?
1: Mm, digital, I can say it's very much safe. Even if you misplace your phone, it's very much safe. You can get a new phone your Google Gmail, Um, you unlock everything you've lost in your former phone with your uh, digital um, currency in it. It's very, very safe.
0: Okay. Let me ask this question. Uh, Some of us don't understand what it is, so we are gaining a little understanding. So the next question I want to ask is that um, I once read that banks for example it's quite easy for some hackers to get into people's accounts and move cash because all all it is is just digits when you open your bank app you just see the digits there that is on your account that you can withdraw this amount of money and then they actually can move the numbers from this account to the other accounts without being without being traced at all Whatever the case might be. So when it comes to cryptocurrency, is there an account to someone's name and how possible it is that transactions could be manipulated from one person's account to the other? Is it safe? The point is, is it safe compared to conventional banking systems that we have to?
1: Uh you know they say no matter how safe something is, it's always it always leaks. Okay. So Crypto is, is from my own perspective quite safer than banking system because because banking system via your phone number, via anything they can hack into your bank account and do whatever that, whatever they want to do. Yes. Even from employees self can manipulate your bank account. But in crypto there is something they call secret key phrase. Okay. So when you are opening a wallet, for instance, Binance Trust Wallet or um, Coinbase, they gave you a key phrase. That key is just like um, something to memorize, very, very, um, very, very sensitive. That key phrase, uh, just, like I said, if you lost your phone, you log into another phone, blah, blah, blah. If you enter your Trust Wallet, all your assets that are in your former wallet, that is in the Former phone, mm-hmm. which you lost, for you to get that asset back, they will ask for the key phrase they gave to you. It's okay. just like um, recovery code, but this one, they're not sending any SMS. Mm-hmm. That's just key phrase. Once you input your key phrase, you get back into your account. So you um keeping that key phrase where someone can see it, and you know you have lots of assets inside your wallet. You yeah. keep misplacing that key phrase. You're putting mm-hmm. your... Your 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 finances or your uh, your 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 crypto in danger and cryptocurrency once it's gone, it's gone. Just like I said, pay to pay. Nobody knows how it's going to go. They can't. They are, how should I say they can't track it except when the money has entered. But they can't track when the transaction is been going. Unlike your bank, when you're making a transaction, an illegal transaction, your bank calls you. When it's not, your bank calls you, tells you, "Hello, sir." We noticed you are, make, you are moving a huge amount from your bank. Is this you? And should we uh, um, proceed with the transaction? But that, but crypto, no one is going to call you. Once your key phrase is the scammer or, or whosoever wants to do so, just logs in your key phrase, see the amount transferred, it, finish It's until you log into your account bank, you see your asset is missing. Wow. Your log.
0: Wow. So, so to the main point of security with, with, with cryptocurrencies we have is based on the key phrase. If yes. the key phrase gets leaked, then that person is in utter danger. Yes. And it's quite difficult for you to know who exactly did that because there is no authentication that comes to your phone or whatever, whatever. Yes. Wow, well, okay, okay, that's, that's, that's nice to know. So, So on 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 this note, to to young, to, to anybody, in, in, in the world. Is crypto, is, is crypto a good investment? Um, by, by the way, we must mention that on no account whatever we see on this podcast is a financial advice. Yeah, we don't take responsibility for anything that happens to anyone based on the investment that anybody makes. Let's just take note of that. But is it a good investment?
1: Yeah, crypto is a good investment. It's a very good investment. Just or you, the key term you need in crypto is patience. Okay. Once you have patience and you have the knowledge on what you are investing, in, then it's, 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 it's going to go very well for you.
0: Okay. There, there is this thing about crypto that people say it has risen, it's falling, it's risen. What exactly is rising and falling? What exactly is rising and falling?
1: The value of the coin.
0: The value of the coin. What is a coin? We haven't talked about
1: a coin. A coin is... Is 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 an asset in crypto. Okay. It's it's the asset in crypto. You know, there are various coins in crypto. So okay. a particular coin has its own value, its own asset, its own everything. So a coin is what makes the world crypto. A coin is the currency in crypto. Okay. So that's just it.
0: So so the coin could be synonymous with the uh, currency that we have to say like hundred and one thousand. Yes. So um for a certain crypto um, a coin or crypto has an equivalence in whatever currency that uh, a person might be in, whatever the country whatever whatever value the country might be. For example, when, when you talk about naira, Nigerian naira, yes, which cryptocurrency is equivalent to hundred naira or one thousand naira? Which one? What's the what's the value? Whichever one you have in mind.
1: Um, I would go for uh, let's say Tron. Tron. It's not equivalent to hundred naira. Okay. But it is. As of now, it is 29 Naira.
0: 29 Naira? Yes. Okay. So, 1 Tron is equal to 29 Naira. Yes. So, if there's anything I have to pay for that is worth 50 Naira, for example, I might say I have to pay like 5 point something. No, more I have to pay like point,
1: 50. 1 point something. 1 point something some
0: Tron. And then the equivalence to that with my Naira is 50. Okay. Okay. So, if I have 1 point something Tron, I could pay for whatever online that is worth 50
1: Naira. If the... If the site is accepting Tron as payment,
0: okay, if the site is accepting Tron as payment. So, is it that the adoption of cryptocurrency hasn't been rampant? How many, what the number of merchants online that has that currently accept cryptocurrencies?
1: You know, cryptocurrency is, uh, is you know, it? it's false, it rises. So, okay. you accepting cryptocurrency, you are like, you're a banker now, or okay. you're a bank, and you accept cryptocurrency. So, when you accept, you accept as in a lot of cryptocurrency, you keep it okay. with hope that it's going to rise. Then when it rises, you add it to your whole profit. But when you keep the cryptocurrency and it falls, you're at a loss. Okay. And those that have paid for stuff when it was the normal price have gotten what they want. And you're at a very, very big loss. Because you sold for the price. You sold the goods for the price when it, the crypto hasn't dropped. But now that it dropped, you lost from your goods, and you, now you're going to lose from the crypto because it did not rise. It, it went to a loss. So not all merchants are willing to take such risk.
0: Okay. In, in juxtaposition with cryptocurrency and our traditional currency, for example, someone might... Someone might there, there is, I remember there was something I bought um, months ago that was 1,000 naira. And then later when I went back to, to the supermarket, I was hearing it was 1,500 naira, 1,800 naira. So the, mm-hmm. the, the, the value has increased. So nice. let's say, for example, the merchant or the, or the supermarket store bought that product initially when, when they bought it for 1,800 naira. And then the product was in the store for quite a number of times, quite a number of months. And then after that month, the price of that particular goods had dropped to 1,000 naira, for example. So the, the, the supermarket can't say, OK, what I'm selling is 1,800 naira, but every other person is selling one thousand five or 1,000 naira. So you have to sell what every other person is selling, is selling for. So at that point in time, that's in juxtaposition what cryptocurrency is sometimes. The, the, the value of products of the currency might drop or yes. increase. So based on what you buy for, the, the margin between when you bought it and when you're going to sell, that's what counts as your gain or your loss. Yes. Wow, that's, in, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, let's talk about how many cryptocurrencies are there currently? is mm, an estimate? I
1: would say 18,000. 18,000. Coins are out there. Out there, 18,000.
0: Wow. So, it's like having 18,000 different coins. Different coins. So it's based on you have to pick the one that you're interested in.
1: The one you're going to get profit from. Profit
0: from. Okay, so if there are some supermarkets or stores or online stores, or whatever the case might be, that don't accept cryptocurrencies currently, why do people still invest in them? Or is it that they have a future view of, probably in some time point in time, these people will start accepting this thing and then by then, the, the value of it must have risen, and then I have to
1: pay. But what's the, what's, the,
0: what's the future of cryptocurrency that you look at
1: in the next five years? The next five years, cryptocurrency is going to be, should I say, the most important asset in the, in the world or earth, whatever you call it. It's going to be the most important asset.
0: So you think traditional currencies will depreciate in value? Yes. They will. How about things like um, currencies that have been for so long, things like gold, silver. You know, in the previous time they were using gold and silver as exchange. How about things like that? Gold, silver. What will happen to you know exchange entities like like those?
1: As of now, cryptocurrency is at the same value of gold. Wow. As of now.
0: Which cryptocurrency exactly?
1: Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Okay. It's of the same value as a gold. So when somebody is holding gold you can as well call it Bitcoin. Wow. That's how special or well valued Bitcoin is as of now. But, but but you
0: know Bitcoin is not currently it's not for the common man.
1: Yeah, it's not for the common man because uh they were not the common man was not aware of Bitcoin as of when it came to become a coin. He was not aware of it, but now that he's aware of it, he has nothing to do except to invest and, and uh, invest much money because Bitcoin is, is, is blown already. Okay. You can't say you want to put very low amount of money in it and expect huge income. No, you need to invest something worthy that you can get profit. All right, so
0: your advice to the common man today. This is today. There are lots of cryptocurrencies, and this is today. Your advice to the common man today, so he won't be ignorant in the next five years to say, I, I should have invested in this thing. What's your advice to the common man today? Should he invest? Should he, shouldn't he invest? And by the way, whatever we say in this podcast is in no case a financial advice. Whatever you do based on your investment, we take no responsibility for it. Thank you very
1: much. So what's
0: your advice to the
1: common man? My advice to the common man is, if you have enough if you have enough cash, that if if you, you lose it, it would affect your financial status. I'd say you you should invest in, in, in bitcoin as of now, because uh, bitcoin isn't doing quite well, it's, it's dropping. For the past four days, it's it's dropping, it's dropping. And this is the perfect time for investors to rush into Bitcoin. Because as it's, it's dropping, you know, Bitcoin high, as in, the highest it was, as of last year, was at $60,000. $60,000. $60,000. For a Bitcoin. For a Bitcoin. So you see why I say it's it's, it's valued as, as gold. It was 60000 but... Uh, it's dropped. It dropped. It dropped. It dropped. It dropped.
0: Currently, what is it?
1: Currently, to our to our currency, it's, 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 it's estimated to be eleven million.
0: In dollars, what is it? US dollars.
1: Uh, I don't quite know. Should I say uh, ten thousand dollars or so, mm-hmm. or twenty thousand dollars? Twenty thousand dollars
0: from sixty. That's a huge job. That That's must
1: be a huge huge loss draw. for a lot, a lot, of people. It was a loss, a huge loss. It was not at twenty before twenty or so before, but it was that thirty six, it dropped from sixty to forty, from forty to thirty six. Then for the past four days, it has been dropping. It has been dropping. Right. So I'd say they should invest. You know, I said if you have enough cash, yeah, invest in Bitcoin. Disposable? Yes. Invest in Bitcoin, but if you don't invest in upcoming coin, you know, Bitcoin was once an upcoming okay. coin, so you should make a good research on coins that in hmm. the year 2023 2024 would have huge value. Just like I said, cryptocurrency the key term there is patience. Okay, you should just buy it, you should just buy a good coin which you know in the next two years you have profit. That's just it. Invest okay. in Upcoming coins.
0: Okay, all right. So let's talk about the new big thing, which is NFT. Yes. What is the acronym for NFT?
1: NFT is known as non-fungible token. And yeah, that's my like big grammar. What is it exactly? It's like uh, I've given you just like uh, how would I say this? A promise.
0: Okay.
1: I promise you something. Once I've promised you something, I can't go back to my word. So, I give you the thing I promised to you. And I'm like, okay, give me what I gave you. And you're saying, no. You just like, you promised me this and you gave it to me, so I can't give it back. Yeah. Non fungible token. Once it's yours, it's yours alone. And nobody can take it, except to give it to another person. That's just it. Okay. Uh,
0: this, this object that we're talking about is it physical or digital or both? Digital. It's digital, okay. Because I know of some some companies like Sotheby. Sotheby works with um, physical objects, like arts and some relics of the past. And then they function these products, and people buy them for a huge sum of money. They put it in the museums and things like that's the business of Sotheby. So is it is is NFT the Sotheby of digital objects? Yes. Wow, wonderful. So. What, what exactly could be an NFT?
1: NFT can be anything. Anything? Anything that catches the eye, the attention of people. Okay. Anything at all can be sold as an NFT. Pictures? Picture, anything that if someone passes by, the person would have to stop and look at it twice. You, could, you can't sell it as an NFT.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. That's NFT. So what, what do you see as the future of NFT?
1: Yeah, NFT is, is going to open the world of arts, okay. like lots of, of of artists, lots of um, investors okay. are going to be going into NFTs in the next two years, three years, most especially the artists, because it's going to be a very big avenue for them to to, to, to portray what they have and to show their skills to the world or to the investor. So that's what NFT, NFT is going to to bring to the people. Wow. Well, okay. Ah, Mr. Finn, it's been a wonderful time
0: in the studio with you and I think I believe that the audience have gained a lot. So just as a point of contact again none of the advice given on this podcast is in any case a financial advice for you to invest in. Whatever action you take, whatever invest, investments you make, withhold hold no responsibility for that. So thank you very much for listening. I'm Joshua Francis, and this is The Thing Podcast. We'll catch you guys in the next one.